free from GP Brand Tuck, Tommy B Broadcasting live on your frequency Giving you updates on these Georgia streets These are voices for the people that don't get to speak Issues, black news The conversation's deep Shout out to Slick I'm Nick. going in on the beat iPods, Androids, or your laptop These boys swinging for the fence Saying lie Then came a long way from being homies on the block From afros and braids and now they at the top You want facts? This is where I get them from GP3 RTT at gmail.com Send them feedback and they'll be sure to send a response I gotta go now, the show starts in 3, 2, 1 Welcome to the GP3 Homies from the Block podcast Connect via email at gp3rtt at gmail.com Leave a voicemail 413-556-9546 Follow us on iTunes Give us a 5 star Follow us on SoundCloud GP3 Homies from the Block And now, here's Ran and Tommy B GP3 Homies from the Block Alright y'all, hey, what's up? Welcome back It is uh, number twenty, number 73 uh, round 73, man. GP3. Ran, what's up, man? I'm doing all right, man. How you doing? Man, I'm doing all right, man. And, and we were talking uh, offline, man. And the flu ain't no joke, is it, bro? <laughs> You're right about that, man. But hey, at least I'm on the other side of dirt right now. That's, That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. It is, I mean, it has been a battle, man. And you can just see some of the news reports, man. It's It's a battle. Like across the country, dude. I mean, you know, and what I was, what I heard was, by the way, um, what were they talking about? The fact that the um, whatever uh, the the what the immunization, whatever uh, the shot, mm-hmm. the flu shot this year was only like ten percent effective. Um, from from what I heard, so that that's not good. That doesn't bode well for the rest of flu season. So. Uh, well, I can testify to that because I've had I got the flu shot early in the year, earlier last year. So, uh, so there you go. Yeah, I can testify to that. There you go, Rand. What's up, man? And it's uh, GP three. I'll do it for you, man. This week, um, I'll let I'll let folks know why we're called GP three. We are uh, GP three because we uh, actually grew up. The GP stands for Grove Park West uh, Side section in in the ATL. Uh, there were three founding members, man. Myself. Uh, Tommy B, I was on North Avenue. My boy Ran, who continues on that's, doing his thing. That's me. I was on South Elizabeth Place. And and Tut was one of the founding members. Tut started off with us, and, and Tut was over on Charlotte Place. We all graduated from Grove Park Elementary School in the APS, Atlanta Public School System, yes. um, back that's, in that's uh, right. 77, man. What a great year. What a great year. Float on. The floaters. <laughs> that's right. Great music. Great music, man. So hey, let's just roll with it, man. We but you know, people who whoever checks us out, we, we're all over the place, man. We talk about old school stuff, but we also, you know, we don't keep it in the past. I mean, we we bring it up to date. We try to stay on top of things. We have folks like Millennial Nick plugged in. Um, Millennial always kind of keeps us up to date with what's going on. So we appreciate that. All right. Hey man, any oh, shout yeah. outs? We, we, no, go ahead. Uh huh. What's up? No, you go. What's in- up? I was just saying, yeah, we need we need these millennials, man. They keep us, you know, they keep us up to date because, you know, don't put technology in the hands of a baby boomer. That's dangerous <laughs> right there. Yeah, I know. I agree. I agree. Hey, man, you got any shout outs? Any shouts? I got a couple, man. I mean, one, I want to give a shout out to the women yesterday at um at the poll, Power at the Polls rally here in Atlanta that was held in South Atlanta at the bakery. I want to give a shout out to those women right there for keeping it going. Um, want to give a birthday shout out today, man. 
Oh. Uh, birthday today's, shot. You know who today's birthday is? Whose birthday? The great Billy Ocean, Mr. Caribbean Queen. <laughs> Billy Ocean. Oh, damn. UK. UK shout out, man. We have UK listeners. Right. So I wonder if they got and, like uh, Billy Ocean Day over in the UK. I don't know. You know. Um, Another shout out to um, an organization based here in Atlanta called How Stuff Works. Uh They have a great new podcast out called Atlanta Monster. It talks about the missing and murdered children of Atlanta. And um, it's a a multi-part series, and I think people ought to listen to it. Yeah, you know Uh, what, man? I heard about that. Yeah, I heard about that. Go ahead. Yeah, if you're not from here, it will give you an understanding of what we were living through at that time in the 19, you know, in the early 1980s. Unfortunately, um, Tommy and I had a, had one or two classmates that um that uh were a part of that. Yep. Uh, unfortunately, actually so, on the um, list. You know what was uh what was his name? I remember one one of the guys, um, um, and his name escapes me right now. But we actually went to school with him. Yeah, he was he was on the list. Um, right. But but I'll, I'll look that up. I, I yeah. You know the big thing about that time, Rand, and I don't know if you had it like this when um. The thing that was really at its peak, I, I, I started driving, right? I had just got my driver's license, right? And, um, man, I just remember during that time period in high school, we had to log in everywhere. Like everywhere you went, you had to call home and say, hey, I'm here. Or if you were coming home, you know, the curfew, number one, affected you. And then your parents were like, every all the parents were so afraid that if you went out, you couldn't hang out. If they, you know, un- until that whole thing really uh, diminished, man. I mean, you were like on a leash, dude. I mean, growing up in that was fierce in the ATL. Yeah. yeah, I remember that, man. I remember that the the commercials they used to say, "Do you know where your child? Do you know where your child is at?" Right? Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. So if you were if you were in you know high school, especially man, when you just start driving. And, and, you know, you got to have, you got that leash on, you're going to have a leash on anyway, but it was like ultra tight back in the day. And what our kids don't remember, don't realize we didn't have cell phones. So when you went to a place, you had to find a, a pay phone or use somebody's phone. Absolutely. You had to go. Yeah. If you, if you had a date, um, you know, you pick up your date and call from the, your date's house. It was embarrassing, but, you know, had to do it. Oh, yeah. The other oh, big yeah. thing I remember, then, man, then, on the music side, uh, I don't know if you remember. Uh, the Jacksons did the big show. Um, they did a, a Jackson. Well, you know, it was Jackson. I guess they were the Jacksons, not the Jackson Five, but the whole family, Michael and and the whole crew, did a concert in the ATL uh, for the missing and murdered kids. Uh, they did a special concert, so I had had an opportunity to go to that show. One of the best shows I've ever seen. You know, go ahead. And then last, um, I was on NPR, and they have a great story about. Um, this woman by the name of Georgia Gilmore. Okay. She organized the black women in the Montgomery boycott. She raised money um, through the boycott to support the boycott. And it's an interesting story how she basically was selling pound cakes and uh, sweet potato pies, et cetera, and how they built an underground financial network with these cooks out there. So I think it's a, it's a great article to understand that when, when, when little people or everyday people get their minds set on something, they can accomplish anything. Absolutely, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, so I got what a, you got, man? I got a couple of shouts, man. Um, you you turned me on to a brother to do some graphics for me, George Pettigrew. Uh, Petty Picks is his company. He's going to be on You Need to Know, the uh, Black Business Podcast. Uh, oh, that's great. I had to interview him. And also, 
shout out to Lauren Lacey of uh, Miss Lacey Studios, um, another artist. She's actually an illustrator, has done children's books and things like that. Uh, you know, she's going to her her uh, You Need to Know podcast is going to be coming up. And uh, also, uh, Rise Up, uh, can I can I shout it out early for Evie uh, and her new uh, podcast, uh, Rise Up, uh, Donya. I'm, I'm going to screw up the name, um, um, but 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 Donya's. Um, it is a uh, a women's empowerment podcast. We're going to be talking more about it. But uh, if you go to castropolis.net, there there'll be a preview there. Uh, C a s t r o p o l i s dot net and. Uh, Evie's doing big things as well, so I'm. I'm uh, I wanted to give her a shout out too. Okay. Yeah, I was with her. I was with her yesterday, uh, working some things out with her on that. So yeah, she's she's ready to go. She's yeah. good to go. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. A lot of, a lot of good things happening early 2018. We got to keep it going. Definitely keep it going. All right, man. We're gonna get rolling, man. Um, I don't know if you saw Rand, um, the Monique versus Netflix, uh, <laughs> deal that's going on right now. Um, yeah, I read. I read about it. He, let me do this before we, we we get into talking about it. I'm, a, I'm hopefully. Let me see if I can get the clip to play. She had a clip on Instagram. I think it may have been on Twitter. It's been on YouTube, on social media, and I think it came out this week, a couple of days ago. So let's see if we can get that playing. Here we go. Hey, my loves. I am asking that you stand with me and boycott Netflix for gender bias and color bias. I was offered a $500,000 deal last week to do a comedy special. However, Amy Schumer was offered $11 million, Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle $20 million. Then Amy Schumer went back and renegotiated $2 more million because she said, I shouldn't get what the men are getting, they're legends. However, I should get more, and Netflix agreed. When we asked Netflix to explain the difference, why the money was so different, they said, well, we believe that's what Monique will bring. We said, well, what about my resume? They said, we don't go off of resumes. Then we asked them, what was it about Amy Schumer? And they said, well, she sold out Madison Square Garden twice, and she had a big movie over the summer. Is that not Amy Schumer's resume? And then Netflix said, by the way, we believe Monique is a legend too. Why shouldn't I get what the legends are getting? Please stand with me in this boycott of Netflix. I love us for real. Yeah, what do you, what do you think, Rand? What are your thoughts? I give Monique a lot of... Um credit for the courage to call Netflix out and to call and to basically she's the first African American actress who who's calling these studios out. Mm-hmm. Um I give I give her credit for that. Um and you know what? She should be paid more than a half million dollars. It was embarrassing. I don't know, I don't, I don't know what her value is, yeah. but I think it's more than a half million dollars. Um I was shocked. You know I was surprised that they offered her uh that little, okay? Um, That's chicken change, man. That's chop change. Yeah, yeah. To do a special, and um, the the mention of Schumer as well. What starting off at eleven million and eventually going back to negotiate for thirteen million. I mean, I think that's a slap in the face. Um, and, and you know what? I I had an opportunity. I was checking out um, some of the comments on her post, and it's amazing to me um, how many of our folks really are telling her to just shut up and go be quiet, go sit in the corner. Um, and, you know, and, and she's only, you know, Rand, and, and I put this on, um, I noted this in the show, um, that that she's only one of seven black actresses to win an Oscar. You know what I mean? Uh, in right. 87 
the 87 years of, of the Academy Award, she's only one. I mean, you got Hattie McDaniels, Whoopi Goldberg, Halle Berry, Jennifer Hudson. Uh, she's in that. Octavia Spencer and Lapita Nyong'o. Um, so, you know, 500,000 and, and, and Amy Schumer, 11. I mean, I, I get it that she's done the big venue, but Amy, is Amy that funny to, to you? I, I don't get the Amy Schumer. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not, um, you know, I've seen her work. I don't have anything negative to say about it, but at the same time, I don't find it very distinctive. No, I don't. Um, I don't. But she has but she has a following just like Melissa McCartney and all these other all these other women out there. I mean, I think Kohler's um, funny. I think McCarthy has a has a niche. But, you know, to to not give at least Monique. I mean, I, I would have said here's what I mean. She mentioned something that Tyler Perry and, and you know, Monique has a, po- a podcast as well. And uh, she right. mentioned something in her podcast. Uh, it's uh, Monique and Sydney's open relationship pod- relationship podcast. Uh, they uh, they post it every Monday, uh, and they actually are live on uh, I think on Periscope on Sunday night mm-hmm. or Monday night. Oh, really? Yeah, they do it. They do it live, and and it's recorded. So you know, if you miss it, you get a chance to go back and get the audio. But the uh, the thing that they mentioned was that Tyler Perry. I had mentioned to her that, you know, if you are nominated, your minimum value is three million. Uh, that's nominated for uh, an Oscar. And if you win an Oscar, your minimum value is six, six million. So, you know, they have a scale and that, that you know, to, uh, there's actually a scale for it or at least some kind of precedent, man. And, and I was just shocked. Which is, which, is, which is kind of problematic in itself, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, but um, she deserves more than that. But, you know, it's interesting, though, that the African-American uh, female Oscar winners, uh, it's almost like a kiss of death for them if they win an award. Because is, if you notice, most of them have never been in features that rival the one that they won the, their, their award in. Yeah, Whoopi uh, was in Ghost. I think she won for Ghost. Yeah, she won for Ghost. And Hallie won for Monsters Ball. And Jennifer won for Dreamgirls. And... and uh, right. They've never, and, and Octavia won for The Help, and Lupita Nyong'o won for 12 Years a Slave. So they've, they've not, and of course, Hattie McDaniels um, was gone with the win. Um, but they never, you're, you're absolutely right, they never did a movie bigger, or, or did they get a role that, that came close to that? So it, it, it's, right, it's right. a little, in my, it's a little disheartening, man, to see our own folks, man, slam her for, for speaking out, uh, I don't think she'll get the Netflix the Netflix boycott going. <laughs> well, I mean, I, you know, I, if, if I don't I go don't, after Netflix, man, uh, I learned this working in corporate America. You don't go after the target. Yeah. You go after who supports the target yeah. because they put pressure on the target. So if Monique wants a boycott, she needs to figure out who is Netflix beholden to. Yeah. You go after Reed Hastings, the, the, the president owner of Netflix. You go after their big supporters, their uh, financial supporters, their donors, backers. Yeah, yeah. That's how you get Netflix to move. Well, Netflix is going to have bigger problems when that Disney launches <laughs> in 2019. <laughs> that's going to be, candidly, that's that's going to be the big Netflix issue. Um, because, uh, you know, with um, with Disney launching their version of it in 2019 and pulling all their content and all that all that uh, I guess what will be 20th Century Fox stuff is going to be huge. 
So we'll see how that goes, man. I mean, but I, you know, hang in there, Monique. I hate to hear it, man. I really do. And on another note, man, just something not necessarily uh, exactly like that, but close to it. Tracy Ellis Ross uh, is not happy about the fact that she makes less than Anthony Anthony Anderson on Blackish. So, you know, there's a feud in the family on the Blackish show. Well, I just saw on Twitter she put out a statement that that's not that's not true. Okay, well, good. I'm glad to hear it. That was that was that was put out there. Yeah, uh, that that sounded not true. weird. She doesn't dude. have a feud, but she said, as an actress, yeah, uh, you you are always in the mode of reevaluating your value. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think right now they're probably doing some quiet negotiations behind the scene, but she wants to squash any any um, media takeout or gossip uh, gossip about this thing right now. Yeah, I don't think it's anything to do with Anthony. Because her, her and Anthony, man, they always have great chemistry. They're great. I think it's more about but like the show. Said, and but and like it's also said, contract. Anthony is, Anthony is the EP, though. Yeah, he is. He is executive producer. And, you know, he's he's one of the... He and, uh, I think, Fishburne uh, right. are are behind creating the show. So I hope they... I know they'll work that out because she's too important to that show. Um, you know, she can't leave. That ain't, that ain't like replacing Aunt Viv. On the Fresh Prince, you know. She yeah, I mean, that's almost like we're trying to replace Claire Huxtable, man. Oh, yeah. That ain't going to happen. That ain't going to happen. She's going to be around. Uh, NAACP Image Awards, which, you know what, Rand? We did our show last week. I, did you hear much promotion for it? For the NAACP uh, Image Awards at all? Outside of TV One and BET? Not really. Yeah, I didn't I didn't hear anything. And, and you know, <laughs> that's a little disheartening, but I ain't surprised. Um, but anyway... Um, Shout out to the winners, man. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya, uh, he beat Denzel. Uh, that's the lead actor in, in the movie Get Out for uh, Outstanding Actor. Uh, I didn't see Gifted. I don't know if you did. Uh, but Octavia Spencer won Outstanding Actress actress for uh, Gifted. Uh, Girls Trip won uh, for Outstanding Motion Picture. Uh, Anthony Anderson, Outstanding Actor Comedy Series for Blackish, And, of course, Tracy Ellis Ross. Uh, outstanding comedy actress uh, for Blackish, uh, Amari Hardwick uh, for the Power Ghost. fans. <laughs> they, Ghost one. They love the Power man. Power fans are you know, hardcore. You know he's from Atlanta. You know that, right? Yeah, he he's Maris High School. Yep, went Mar- to UGA. Maris there. Uh, UGA. I think he's got some roots in Savannah as well. Um, so he's a Georgia boy. Uh, to Raji P. Henson one for Empire, of course. So I mean, you know, kudos to all the folks at Image Awards. And and I, I really hope they do a better job of promoting the fact that it's coming on and keeping a little higher profile, man, because we need those kind of shows. Okay. We we need at least to be have the recognition on a higher profile. Um a couple of birthday, man. Birthdays we missed this week. Aaliyah would have been 39. <coughs> turned 39 this week, man. And um died too soon, bro. Uh what was she 21, 22 when she passed? Um, yeah, she it was it was something like that, man. It was something like that. Two thousand one, she passed. Um, uh, she had just done, I guess, Romeo. Well, she had done Romeo Must Die, which was massive. Um, she, you know, Queen of the Damned, which you know, she, her role was fine, but the movie is debatable. Um, AJ, nothing but a number was my fa- favorite album. Um, you know, the, but unfortunately, it was the one that she did with R. Kelly, and you know how that went. Uh, the annulment. But but one question, man, I'm gonna ask, and and I'm not, I ain't trying to stir up any crap because I do. I mean, Aaliyah, um, you know, not not a big voice, but 
she had that persona, man, which just was fitting for the 90s. When you think the 90s, you think Aaliyah. Uh, do you think Beyonce would be as big if Aaliyah was still going strong or, or still um, as solid? What do you What do you think? I mean, I hear people talking. I, I, about I think that. Beyonce would have been big. Beyonce has a, has a different different type of show, different type of vibe yeah. uh, than Aaliyah. I think there's enough. I think there's enough space on the planet for both of them. Just like we've seen in the '80s when you had multiple female songstress out there. Yeah. Um, I think Beyonce is just a different type of show. Beyonce to me is a is is a much more updated version of kind of like a Tina Turner, high energy, um, different type of show. Where Leah to me was more cool. She was more sultry. She mm-hmm. had a um, definitely had a very strong '90s vibe. Yeah. Um, just totally. But Leah was a very talented young lady. No yeah, question was, about that. She was. I I didn't know what to expect uh, from the first project and all the. R. Kelly mess that went on, but man, I mean, she she really came into her own. And when I saw Romeo Must Die, dude, I you know I was I was really impressed with uh, with the way she uh, the way she had chemistry um, with Jet Li. With Jet, yeah, Jet Li. That I was very shocked in her acting skills. Yeah, very shocked, pleasantly surprised. Pleasantly surprised. So rest in peace. Uh, happy birthday, Charday, man. Charday turned fifty nine this week. Do you realize that Charday? In all the years that she's been around since 1984, has only done six studio albums. Only six studio albums, and I got all six of them. <laughs> I think every every brother, every brother I know has a Charday album. At least, yeah, all of them. I Pack got all six of them. That's and, my that's my celebrity crush right there. Oh, if she came up to me and said, "No need to ask," I would lose it. Man. <laughs> so you got Diamond Life in '84, Promise in '85. Uh, I got the DVDs, the concerts. I've been to her like five times. <laughs> You've been to how many shows have you seen? I've been sure. to five. I've been to see, I've seen her five times. Wow, I've seen her. I've seen her like three, I think, and and you know, just impeccable. I mean, the 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 dance, the the choreography. I mean, you know, she ain't doing Tina Turner type, but it's just so smooth, man. It's just a smooth show. She's smooth, well, you I, know. I think what makes her so good is that she stays in her lane. Yes. She's not trying to get in anyone else's lane. And yep. she's just, and she does her lane better than anyone else. Yeah. So, you know, for, I didn't realize this, or maybe Nick told me this, mm-hmm. uh, millennial, is that her t-shirts, kids are buying Sade t-shirts left and right. They can't keep enough of them. Yeah. Um, she's like, uh, she's like become an iconic uh, image of, of, of fashion and grace, et cetera. And a lot of the, uh, the newer, um, Artists, all of them have like Sade on, on on their playlists. I was reading about it. They, one of these streaming services was was tracking what's on what's on artists' playlists, and Sade was like one of the top three. Yeah, there, I mean, along there's with, nothing along like, with Michael Jackson and Prince, of course. There's nothing like Sade, man. I mean, it. it, it I mean, she she really. Uh, I don't know. I I wouldn't say it was created through her. The whole neo soul vibe, but the whole neo soul vibe has to do with her, in my opinion. Um, because I mean, when, when she came out in 84, man, it was like a, a, a revolution in sound. So, you know, 59 this year, man, hard to believe. Wow. Charday. Good for her. Still looks good. She still looks great, man. Still looks great. And, and I like the fact that she stays so low key, not a whole lot of social media, not a whole lot of interviews. When the albums hit, she'll do a few things, but you know, you don't hear a lot of craziness about Charday. So keep, keep, well, she, keep going. She's an She's an artist mm-hmm. who's not uh, obsessed on being a celebrity. No, she's not. You're absolutely right. 
And she said it time and time again. It's about the music. Cool. Hey, man, um, ATL, congrats on the shortlist for Amazon HQ2, uh, the headquarters. Um, I'm not going to read all the cities, but Rand, I think you've seen the list or you can you can kind of take a look at my screen and see what's going on. Who do you think, who would you pick among the cities based on the geography? Who do you think, best guess right now of who will actually get it? And what we're talking about is Amazon's headquarters, their second headquarters, they're going to open up. It's a big deal. Uh, right now, the money's on Boston. Really? The money's on Boston because you have the I-95 tech corridor, plus you have access to MIT, Harvard, and the Olin School of Engineering. Really? And then you're not... And then you remember, you're only two and a half hours uh, from New York City, uh, the financial markets. So that's what you're hearing. That's what I'm hearing. OK, because I was thinking I didn't think ATL, uh, even though I think it's likely I, I'm not sure because of the traffic issues still that exist within the city. Um, but I was thinking Dallas might have a, a, a strong shot. Uh, well, I think what messes Dallas up, one of the criteria is they want to be near uh, a lot of tech firms mm. and, and, and education. Yeah. Dallas just does not have, I mean, other than SMU and UT Dallas, mm -hmm. um, you just don't have it. And their mass transit system is not as developed as Atlanta. Okay. Um, that's what's keeping it. That's one of the things that they're looking at, mass transit system, because they want to, they want to be like um, AT&T. You didn't realize AT&T, when they were Southern Bell, they built a lot of their um, facilities on the MARA train line. Yep. Uh, so employees could uh, access it. So that's one of the things that keeps Atlanta in the running. And see, Boston has the T line, which is a very old T, which is a very old subway system in itself, and it's very comprehensive. So that's what I'm hearing. Okay. But again, you never know, man. Um, this is like um, it's almost like bidding for a Super Bowl right now. Yeah, man. And I was thinking, you know, Jerry Jones in Dallas, you know, with. Uh, all his resources, I mean, and trying to bring an Amazon in. I mean, we'll, we'll see. I mean, there are a lot of interesting uh, cities on the list. Y'all can uh, go and, and Google it yourself and take a look. I know Chicago, uh, uh, Columbus, Ohio, Indianapolis, North uh, Virginia, Washington, D.C., Raleigh, uh, a lot of interesting cities, Denver and, and, and L.A. It was, I mean, I, I was shocked to see L.A. on it and Miami, of course. But um, well, you know, yeah. Miami B Bezos is, uh, is from Miami. Uh, OK, that's why he kept Miami in the running. Good yeah, day. he's from Miami. But I was shocked to see L.A. I said, why would you want to stay on the West Coast? Have, a, have another uh, headquarters on the West Coast when you're already in um, in Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Cool. Um, just real quick. Another tech uh, story, man, that was big this week. Apple bringing back all that money, man. Twenty billion dollars. They're bringing back to the U.S., uh, I think there was a $38 billion tax bill that they were willing to pay uh, 20,000 uh, uh, 20, jobs they're bringing back um, or, or actually creating. And uh, 120,000 employees are actually going to get uh, $2,500 stock bonuses. So that's bullshit. $2,500. I mean, that's bullshit. You know how many shares of stock that is? Well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's bullshit. But, but you sorry. know what? Do you think, just based on the fact that all this activity, because you know Trump's taking credit for it. 45's taking credit for it. So I mean, I got to give him credit for it, man. I mean, he he did something, man. I mean, you know, he he, he did something. I had, to, I had to call a spade a spade. I mean, his tax proposal is doing what it's supposed to do, benefit uh, these corporations 
and richer people. I mean, that's it. Yeah, so, yeah. And it, it called, he, you know, Apple and Tim Cook were among the folks he called out. So, uh, you know, kudos to them. They responded. I, I, I agree that $2,500 uh, might be symbolic, but it's better than zero. So, you know, kudos. All right. Uh, dude, you know, a little disturbing, man. And we'll transition a little bit. Uh, this whole story about these kids, man, um, the parents, the family in Southern California, um, just crazy, dude. Uh, kids were two to 29 years old. Um, they had been in, in, in two homes at least eight years old. But now, uh, from what I'm hearing, the parents of, of, of these kids, these 13 kids that were found shackled, uh, they actually uh, have been charged. Um, and if they're convicted, man, they're convicted, they'll receive up to life, which, hell, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not even, you can imagine, I mean, what, what I'm thinking in terms of what they really deserve. Uh, but these kids ran two showers a year is what they were allowed, a year, dude. Um, one meal a day, and and some of the investigators mentioned that the dogs were actually fed better than the children in the house. Uh, just right, just craziness, dude. When have you? I mean, did you hear about it? What were I've your heard thoughts, about dude? it, man. These people, in my in my opinion, man, uh, deserve deserve. There's a special place um, under the ground for them. Um, I think right now, my mindset is let's focus on getting these kids back to a place where they can't have some sense of, of decency and normalcy in their life. Yeah, man. Because this is just, this is ridiculous. It's man. ridiculous. Uh, one of the kids was 17, a 17 year old girl uh, got away with, uh, she, she actually had planned an escape for a couple of years and uh, escaped through a window uh, with an, an unactivated cell phone and was able to hit 911 and, um, and, and alert the police, man. And, and it was, it was just, hearing the stories from the neighbors because the neighbors would see the kids, I guess, um, and, and they could tell that something was wrong with the children when they would see them based on the way they acted. They, they all acted as if, quite, quite frankly, they'd never been anywhere uh, or seen people. And, and it was just, it's just sad, man. I mean, you, we, we, dude, we, we talk about uh, terrorism and, and, and Al-Qaeda, this is this is ridiculous, dude. This is just ah going on, man. But I, I just you know. Well, I mean, this is one of those things, man, where the neighbors, the neighbors, if they would have acted on their gut feel, yeah. could have stopped this some time ago. Yeah, yeah. For the last eight years, they've been in two homes, moving around. So, man, just just uh, crazy, man. Like horrific, a horror movie. All right, man, let's let's get on the 45 train real quick. Uh, we had a long show last week, man. We're going to keep it light or keep it a little lighter <laughs> this week. Uh, you know, of course, you saw uh, some of the uh, comments from the fallout from uh, the comment about the S-hole, which I've just heard too much. I'm kind of burned on the word, so I'm, I'm backing off of it. Um, and him saying he's the least racist person. Um what are your thoughts, man? I mean, he, when he says he's the least racist person, it says it reminds me of Richard Nixon. I'm not a crook. Yeah. So that's yeah. So, you know, it, it it's I'm more concerned now about his actions more so than his words. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I'm looking at the things that he's accomplishing behind the scenes, mm -hmm. because one of the things that our media does not do, our media focuses on the words, but no one is really covering these these agencies that his administration is directing, what what they're doing behind the scenes. That's true. You know, that's true. And that's where that's where we're messing up. We keep focusing on the on the on the circus. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like uh, what's that in, in magic? They call it misdirection. Yeah. Where they tell you to look at one hand and actually stealing your stealing your wallet out the other hand. Yeah. Um, that's what's going on, man. I was looking at NPR and they were talking about his accomplishments. And what was interesting is. He's taken accomplishments for the economy, mm -hmm. despite the fact he really hasn't set any economic policy. Right. Uh, he's increased in, in a lot of ways on the on the on on a wrong side of increasing, mm -hmm. and he's decreased on the wrong side of, of the right side of decreasing. So, I would if you ask me to grade this guy, I mean he, he would be a, a F to the highest. But I'm more concerned again about what he's doing behind the scenes. You know. Okay. Um, with some of these agencies, man, you know, just like the one uh, a lot of people are not talking about is the fact is that he's given healthcare workers an out if they don't want to uh, provide medical attention to someone who who violates their religious beliefs, i.e., abortions. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Bannon and uh, Mueller, what's your what's your prediction on on that whole situation with with uh, Bannon now cooperating? And uh, even though he wouldn't talk to the Senate committees, uh, he's he's more than happy right now to have a conversation with Mueller. What's your prediction coming out of that? I, I don't know which Bannon is showing up, man. Yeah. I, I don't know either. if it's the Bannon that's, that wants to lead his own crusade or it's the Bannon that's trying to get back into Trump's graces. I, I just don't know which one is going to show up. And the fact is that he shares the lawyer of Rance Priebus and Don McGahn, who happens to be the White House counsel, has me a little concerned because when he talks to Mueller, his lawyer can feed information. His lawyer will have enough information to formulate strategies for both Priebus and Don McGowan. Yeah. So I, I just yeah. don't, you know. It does, it does seem like a conflict. It seems like a conflict, without a doubt, in terms of just. Right. Right. So, it, again, we don't know what Mueller has. That's that's the thing that uh, they've been very good in keeping it tight lipped mm -hmm. because the noose is is uh, is closing. Yeah. But I don't know where, where the noose is going to lead us to. Yeah. You following the shutdown? The uh, you know, of course, I mean, we tape on Sunday, man. Everything shut down uh, Friday night. Um, and, um, you know. I don't know if if there's an end. Well, there of course is an end in sight, uh, but there's no really uh, good indication on on the timeline. Um, the thing that disappoints me is the whole blame game. But I'll, I'll leave it at that. What What are your thoughts? Well, I mean, the, the sad thing is you're using kids, the chip program, and students mm -hmm. as a political football in this whole thing. And the dreamers, yeah. And plus, they just released. Yeah. Um, uh, the RNC is running ads um, that basically they've gone back to the criminal immigrant uh, playbook um, to right. where which does know, not help the Republicans out at all right now. Yeah, yeah, it's the it's the whole and and you know for for you folks who've been around long enough, the Willie Horton, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, paint paint them as bad guys, um, you know, for for releasing criminals um, playbook. Uh, so they're making it look like the Dems or pushing for immigration and bringing all these murderers and drug dealers into the U S. So 
Um, you know, it, it's it, it's interesting, man. Uh, and, and I'll get to it in my commentary about the whole thing, about who's, who's really looking out for the whole, the greater good in America versus just, you know, really just trying to win, win a battle, you know, and, and that's that's the sad thing about it. Um, well, you know, what's, what's sad is that it. 70 percent of the of the of the um, senators and congressmen were going to vote for the bill. Yeah, they were. You know, they, they don't want to screw chips up. They don't want to uh, harm these DACA kids. No. But now it, it all boils down to because Mexico won't pay for the wall. No. They're That's not. what it all boils down to. Yeah. You yeah. sat here and said Mexico is going to pay for the wall. Mexico basically told you go kick rocks. <laughs> now. Now you're utilizing this because now you got to go to the American people and saying, hey, I need I need to build this wall. I need I need money. Yeah. And people said, no, you said Mexico was going to pay for it. Remember, you're the art of the deal, the great negotiator. Yeah, absolutely. So it, it's, um, you know, it's a scenario where um, I, I just think, again, it's, it's pandering to your base and not want not wanting to look bad to your base. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, the porn star in 45. Um, you know, I don't, I don't give a rat's ass about that, man. If he yeah. paid, if he paid for sex, that's his thing, man. That's yeah. between him and his wife, man. Yeah. And, and you know what? I got and, I, and I think people don't realize that that's not the kind of stuff. I mean, people, they've already said, and I don't know if you saw the, um, uh, the survey, people already said they dislike him as a person, 70%, you know, so they, right. they really could care less about him as a person. They knew what they were getting. So it really, you know, candidly, they just want stuff fixed. And 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 I, I think just keep trying to play that game is is a is a moot point. Ultimately, unless you can I mean, I'm just saying for those folks who are just trying to push some type of impeachment or or kicking him out of office, which it was interesting this morning. I don't know if you saw AM Joy, uh, but the guy who predicted that he would win is predicting that he'll be impeached. Um, the same professor. Who made the prediction? But I think the folks who are really trying to use this information to push that agenda is—I mean—they're kind of wasting their time. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you on that, man. They're wasting their time, man. I think the only thing that they're trying to—they're trying to hold on to is the fact is did he use political funds, campaign funds, to pay for? Yeah, that's the push. Um, That's that's really. But you know, if you don't have it. Then, if you don't have any evidence, then you know you can you know got in my opinion work it behind the scenes until you have it. It's just not you know, it's just another right. distraction. Uh, Women's March this weekend. Anything come out of that that you see that was interesting, positive? Uh, my my wife and daughter participated in the one here. Okay, uh, and um, from what they saw is that um, we, meaning women of color, mm. are not are not being included in these marches. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's what we're lacking. And that's part of one of my rants right there. I'll talk about that later, but um, okay. uh, it's the only positive I see now, right now is that we're getting more candidates. And because we're getting more candidates, we have a better selection of candidates to choose from. Okay. No more John Ossoff type of candidates. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So looking back, it's the one year anniversary, man. Uh, what's your assessment? What do you what do you what are you saying? I mean, you already you've already said an F. Am I correct? <laughs> yeah, I gave him an yeah. F, man. I just think right now yeah. is um, I'm I'm to the point where I'm just so mentally beat every night listening to this stuff. 
yeah. on the shows. Yeah. I'm getting to that point. Um, my thing is, if you want this job as president of the United States of America, yeah, lead. This is not a TV show. This is not you're not. This is not rating sweeps weeks. Yeah, lead. Yeah. Lead the country. Have a position. One of the problems in this shutdown is no one knows what your position is because you change like Jello. Yeah, that was you know. You know what was hilarious to me, and and I'm not saying the whole situation is funny. It's not, but but just watching McConnell stand uh, in front of the reporters and say, "Well, when we when when we figure out what the president wants, we'll bring it to him." I'm like, you figure it out. <laughs> Ain't he the leader of your party? <laughs> It's like, That's right. That's so, right. Yeah, so, here's so a guy that was, that was hilarious to me. I thought that was funny. Yeah. He was going to lead, make America great again. We were going to win so much. We we're going to get tired of it. Yeah. You know, back to that poll that you indicated about 70% of people don't like him. Yeah. They don't um, like the him as a person. Poll, 38% of the people said they were disgusted with him. Yeah. 14% said they were angry. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, this is like, this is bad. And then when you see how, um, in the in the, in our, our status in the world, when they surveyed people all over the world, ours our ranking in the world in terms of being admired has plummeted. Yeah, but I, you know what? I, I was talking to somebody the other day about uh, this whole uh, something similar. This poll, and and candidly, I don't think forty five really cares about. Um, I I just I mean I look at it, and again I you know you know me in the comic books, dude. I look at it's like having the Heath Ledger Joker in the White House. You know, if you if you saw that version of the white of of Batman, remember that one? Did you mm-hmm. see it? Yeah, that yeah, was a good one, man. He he played he he acted his ass off in that one right there, buddy. It's like having him in the White House to where it's almost like anarchy, and 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 you, you rule through chaos, and and that's what we're getting, man. We're we're kind of like it's the Heath Ledger Joker. In the White House, dude, you just never know. It's like you remember that you remember when the mob bosses came in and Michael J. White, they were all around the table. <laughs> you remember? Yeah. And, and he put the pencil on the table and he said, well, let me watch this. You're going to watch this. Did the pencil disappear? I mean, mm-hmm. I just kind of feel like that's the way his folks do. That's how they deal when he when they come around the table. It's just ugh. so. You know, I think it's a little uh, there's a bit of fear among people who have to kind of navigate that scene. And, and um, you know, it's unfortunate, man, because, um, you know, dude, I think uh, we, in situations where we talk about DACA and we're talking about the chip programs and things like that, there, there are a lot there's a lot at stake. And, and it's more than just, um, you know, who shot John and 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 and. You know, I did it to you. You can't do it to me. Politics. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see how this thing goes in year two. Um, I, you know, I, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll hold off on my prediction for year two. But I'm, I'm gonna let you roll, man. What, what's your rant? You, you said you had one for this week. Rant. Well, rant, you know, what you got? I'm, I'm just, you know, I, I, the rant is, is, is more about, um, for all of us as we talk about our New Year's resolutions and stuff. Many of us have resolutions that we do every year. Mm. Um, one of the things I want to encourage our listeners to do is there's a couple of videos that, uh, that I encourage people to look at. One is called the terror of no. And it's a great video because for many of us, the word no paralyzes us. Why we can't do things, why we can't make changes in our community, whether it's 
actually physically being there or being there online. You know, you can, there's things that you can do. And a lot of us feel that if we we're so afraid to move forward that we don't realize by not moving forward, we're actually putting ourselves in the worst position. Yeah. The risk are actually even greater when you do Because one of the things I've decided to do for me this year is to is to get off the sidelines more mm-hmm. and to get into the game and to and to be more active. Yeah. Um, you know, there's another great YouTube video that I'll encourage our listeners to watch. It's called Life Begins at the End of Your Comfort Zone. Mm-hmm. Stretch yourself. You know, we sit here and many of us, we, we praise our, these athletes we see, et cetera. But one of the things all these guys have in common and, and females too is they push themselves beyond their comfort zones. Okay. So when we're watching LeBron or whoever, understand this, LeBron pushed himself to get where he is now. Yeah. And we can do the same thing for ourselves in our own ways. We don't have to be like LeBron, but whatever we do, let's push ourselves. Let's move forward. Um, and, and don't let fear paralyze us. Because, again, there's too many instances in our country where little people, as I mentioned, Georgia Gilmore earlier in the podcast, how that lady got together. She was a cook and she actually funded the Montgomery boycott by selling pound cakes and sweet potato pies. Mm. Okay, little things like that that we all can do, whether signing a petition or again, I know I I say this all the time, but get involved. But, But more importantly, Get over your fears. Move forward. Try to be better. If you're going to read a book, don't say you're going to read five books. Read one book. Start small, then build up. You say you want to eat healthier? That doesn't mean you have to go and buy a $600 blender for some damn kale and um <laughs> and, and potatoes. You know? Yeah. You don't have that you're going to buy from Aldi or whatever the store you're going to get it from. Just do, start small, then work your way up. That, that's all I have to say, T. All right, cool. Good. Very good, man. Very good. You know, I mean, my, my whole point and and um, that was I mean, that was very good, man. And, and I'm going to just say we need to look for the greater good in all this, man. And, and, and that, you know, with the shutdown, with, you know, Me Too, uh, the whole immigration push, everything right now, man. Um, you know, I know we always hear the greater good, the greater good it gets thrown around. But really, I think. Right now, because of the mess we're in uh, and everybody really pulling for their organization, their movement, them, themselves, we need to start asking us, asking ourselves what's in the greater good. And, and, and that's really all I'm, I have to say. I think that sums it up. Um, and, and, and Rand, I think it's something we have to ask every situation that comes up even I mean definitely out of out of Washington right now is it really for the greater good and I think we we even have to um, start challenging any of these new candidates that come out or come up or decide they want to run any of you know and that's from local to national what's the greater good what's in it for the greater good because we don't see that we don't we're not seeing that right now it's a it's a really selfish um, movement happening in America right now, and a lot of folks are being hurt by it. I'm happy to see the economy improve, or at least, um, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting to watch uh, the stock market go up and jobs come back. I mean, you want that kind of thing to happen. But in the meantime, the greater good has to, you know, really uh, be placed at number one. And hopefully we'll get that. Um, 
real quick, uh, if you have an opportunity, go to castropolis.net. You'll find all the shows, the shows I mentioned earlier with You Need to Know. All that information is going to be there. Uh, Evie's new show uh, is going to be up real soon. There's a, um, there'll be a uh, kind of a preview uh, opportunity for you to go on. And, and if you're interested, we'd love for you to go on and, and, and actually subscribe early. Sign up and share so that when content starts rolling, you can be on right away. And uh, if you want to email us, give us any feedback, gp3rtt at gmail.com. That's gp3rtt at gmail.com. We're on Instagram at gp3 underscore homies. You can search us there. SoundCloud, same thing, gp3 underscore homies. And on iTunes, and uh, if y'all are bold enough, you know, if you ain't scared, uh, you can call us and, and leave us a voicemail. We'll put it, we'll, we'll air it, 413 556 9546 Hey, hey T, can yeah. people text to that number? Uh no, nah, that's that's more, you know, phone, uh, voicemail. Okay. But but you know what? They okay. can but they can go to Instagram and, and send us a message on Instagram. Okay. I'll just I'll just curious, you know how some people are, man. These millennials, they don't leave messages, they text. <laughs> but you know what? You could text an email. You could text a Gmail. You okay. Know? You could right. you could text to G uh, to a Gmail. You know you could send you know a quick message from a phone. Okay, all right. That's, just want to know, you know. That's that's easy stuff. All right, bro. Okay, you know I just did the math, man, on that twenty five hundred dollar bonus based yeah. on Apple stock price. Yeah, what's that? That's four. That's fourteen shares of stock. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. There you go. Okay, so. <laughs> but you know, it's, and, then, and, and, and then 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 you're gonna get then you're gonna get taxed at a higher tax rate because it is because it, it is a bonus. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see how it goes, man. I'm, I'm going to be optimistic. I think, you know, <coughs> definitely a, a symbolic gesture, but hopefully it's a, a symbolic gesture in the right direction. So, I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm going to be optimistic. I, I agree with you, though. It's, it, it's symbolic at best. All right. Well, boy, Rand, appreciate it, man. Thanks for uh, thanks for hanging out again for another week, man. Show 73. We appreciate it, bro. I appreciate it too, man. You know, we we rolling, man. And and to all the followers, podcast uh, followers we have, do me a favor, share the show, let folks know about it. Uh, you know, we again the little podcast that could share it, let folks know. Uh, make sure you subscribe, give us a rating. We appreciate it, five star. And uh, y'all have a good week. GP three seventy three is in the can. Peace. Peace. You've been listening to the GP3 Homies from the Block podcast. Connect via email at gp3rtt at gmail.com. Leave a voicemail 413-556-9546. Follow us on iTunes. Give us a five star. Follow us on SoundCloud. Search GP3 Homies from the Block. Special thanks to music by Millennial Nick, rap, SBDG, graphics, Lady J. Thanks for listening.